Hi everyone, welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. If this is your first time joining the broadcast, I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker for the creative campus, and my name is Teresa. This week, I want to talk to you about learning and engaging with kids through play without feeling silly. Feeling silly when kids ask us to engage in their make-believe play is something that I think every adult has experienced at one point or another in our lives. Kids love to come up with fun, crazy, creative, way out of this world ideas, games, pretend worlds, and they want us to participate. And as we get older, engaging in make-believe and make-believe play and drama is something that makes us as adults feel a little self-conscious, a little silly, a little unadult-like. And today, I want to help you think about engaging with kids who want to share this kind of expression with you in a way that you as an adult will not feel silly. Now you're probably wondering, well, gee, that sounds almost impossible. I promise you, it is not impossible. So, we're going to get started. We're going to start with a tip. A tip that is going to help you when a kid, whether it's a student, if you're an educator, or it's a niece or a nephew or a cousin, or even perhaps your own kids, when they come to you and say, let's be pirates and build a pirate ship. I want to help you not go into automatic panic mode. Oh no, what does this mean? How do I do this? What would a pirate do or say or how would they act? So the tip I want to give you is the following. Teach kids an idea that requires them to engage. This way you're directing the creativity, not being a part of it. So by getting a kid or a group of kids excited about an idea, perhaps they do come to you and they say, let's build a pirate ship and pretend to be pirates. Instead of saying, oh no, I don't want to pretend to be a pirate. Oh no. What am I going to do? 
You can talk to them about pirates and ask them questions, get engaging them in conversation. Do you know what a pirate is? Do you know where pirates come from? What might pirates wear? And by getting them to think through these questions, you're getting them to learn about their play without you actually having to carry out the play. You're getting them excited about exploring, learning more about the play that they want to create, and getting them to forget about you actually being a part of it because they get excited about carrying it out themselves. So now I'm going to give you a tool, but actually I'm going to give you a group of tools that can also relieve some of the pressure if you don't know how to engage kids in play or make-believe or these natural creative express expressing ideas that kids engage in but yet you want to be a part of them having fun. Some tools to make this easier are things like games, projects, and stories. So we all like to play games, whether it's board games or gross motor games, and kids love to learn new games too. So, you can get kids involved in creativity and pretend and make believe by getting them engaged in a game. You can engage in a game like a scavenger hunt, an obstacle course. You could make your own board game where you encourage them to create the rules and then all you have to do is play with it. But obstacle courses are a really great way to engage with kids without feeling silly because you as the adult can set up the obstacles and say, okay, I'm going to challenge you guys to run through each of these obstacles. And as you run through each of these obstacles, there's going to be a prize at the end of it. And perhaps if you build an obstacle course with them, you can be the announcer of the obstacle course, or you can be the coach. So they're actually participating in the obstacle course, but you're more on the sidelines. Well, in their mind, still being a part of the play. Projects. Projects is one of my favorites. Um, I hope it's one of your favorites too. You can learn all kinds of things and build all kinds of new skills through creating and engaging in projects. You can learn about transportation through projects. You can learn about animals through projects. You can learn about plants and 
stars and planets through projects. So again, projects is one where you can set up the activity and explain to them why you're doing the project, what might happen through the project, and get them to think through what the outcome might be or how it might work or how they might uh, carry it out. And they're the one engaging in the activity while you guide them to the conclusion or guide them through the process. You can even do projects outside. These can be art projects where maybe you construct something. You construct something <coughs> for like uh, a fort, for instance. Perhaps going back to the, the pirate example, perhaps they're curious about how pirates created their ships. <coughs> And perhaps you could provide the loose parts needed for the child or group of children to create their own ship. So this might mean providing material or sticks or large enough boxes for them to sit, on, sit in. And you could ask them questions and talk them through how, what a ship might look like, what might be included, you know, what the different parts might be, what they might need to construct a ship, and how they would get started. A fun thing to do for a pirate ship would be to create a blueprint before you could even get started. And that would be a, a great way to practice eye-hand coordination and creative thinking and small motor skills as you would get them to draw out their vision for their pirate ship and then turn that vision into an actual pirate ship. And again, you're being a part of the process every step of the way by coaching them through it without actually having to pretend to be a pirate at all. Now, I'm using the pirate idea as an example because it's the one that inspired me. It's the idea that came to me that sounded like the most fun. <coughs> you could do this with pretending to be a chef. Perhaps the kids in your life want to explore cooking or being a gardener or any number of things. So these are just the, the ways that you could get kids to engage and learn and build new skills as you guide them through the process without, again, feeling silly as the adult. The last tool that I am going to give you is stories. 
Now, kids love to tell stories. They love to hear stories. Kids love to create stories. And creating stories is a great way to get kids and to engage with kids as they express their creative ideas and their make-believe worlds. Again, without you having to actually be a part of the make-believe itself. Because you can guide them through the process of telling a story, through asking questions, and getting them to answer these questions by creating characters and creating scenarios. And maybe you actually get them to bring these stories to life through skits or a play. And you can be the stage director of the play without having to actually be a part of the play and the creativity itself. So you can learn about a wide variety of topics through stories. You can talk to kids about bugs, about robots, about planets, about transportation, about all kinds of different things. It's going to depend on the interests of the child or group of children, of course, that you're engaging with. That will determine what these stories will ultimately be about. So that is your tip. That is your tool. And now I want to move on to some questions that you can ask to start a conversation, build a conversation that sparks creativity to get kids engaged in ex exploration and creativity and experimentation without you feeling silly because you're being feel like you're being forced to engage in the actual play activity itself. So here are the three questions. Now these are on some different topics, um, but these are just some fun questions that came to me. You can change these any way you feel you need to. Number one, what bugs could you find? I was recently exploring the topic of bugs with a group of young friends of mine. And we were talking about bugs and how there are different kinds of bugs and how each kind of bug is very, very different. And we were talking about where bugs live and so you could get kids engaged in a bug hunt and see how many kinds of bugs they could find. That would be a really great way to build science skills and learn about science through exploration without you having to be directly involved in the make-believe part of the play itself by getting them to go on something like a bug hunt at, with you as the guide. So question number two, what can we make 
together. Now, perhaps you have a child or a group of children who like to create things and like to make things, and perhaps you provide them with some art supplies or loose parts, and they want to create some make-believe play, and you could talk to them and build some conversation around what they could build with the loose parts. And perhaps you could offer up some ideas how you would use the loose parts and what you would turn them into. And you could give them each a job that would engage the loose parts, which would draw them to carry out the make-believe play, again, with you being more of the narrator of the creative play versus being drawn into actually participating in it. So now I would like to inspire you to try out these ideas with some long-term projects. And I'm going to give you some ideas and ways that you can create long-term projects. And again, you can use these ideas for any topic or skill that you might be building or exploring. So again, the first one is experiments. Getting kids engaged in experiments where they get to explore and engage perhaps in messy play where you are guiding them more through an idea or a concept. Number two is projects, getting them to create something, turning objects or parts into a complete project or object. Number three is games, whether they be gross motor games or board games or card games. These are oftentimes fun things that allow you to build skills like math skills or language skills or, or eye-hand coordination skills. But games can be things like Simon Says or any number of games that you can think of. Number four is challenges. Kids love to engage in challenges, and they love to get in adults involved in challenges. Now, challenges is are, are a way for adults to compete with kids without feeling silly or goofy because you can set up a challenge in a very straightforward way. So perhaps a challenge is seeing who can stack the most small objects without making it fall over. And that is a challenge of skill versus a challenge of creativity or make-believe. So the challenge of skill is more concrete and less creative, which might come more naturally to us as an adult. 
So number five <coughs> is teamwork tasks. Now, a good example of teamwork tasks is doing good deeds. And I would really encourage you to engage kids in teamwork tasks like this because it teamwork tasks and good deeds do all sorts of good things for kids and adults. They build character, they build compassion, they build empathy um, for others, for, for the people who you're doing the good deed for. Um, you can do all sorts of good deeds, and these good deeds can sometimes involve crafts and crafts are great ways to for adults to get involved with kids and doing something creative without it necessarily being a silly task it can take on more of a serious learning experience versus being more silly so you can do good deeds like collecting food for the hungry, you can make blankets or pillows for sick children in a children's hospital. You can volunteer at a homeless shelter. These are all examples of good deeds that you can do as a group or a family. Number Six is learn something new. And this is a really great uh, long-term project for kids and adults to do together as a group. Again, eliminating that factor of feeling silly because you're focusing, focusing on building a new skill or learning a new idea. You can take a pottery class or a dance class or maybe an acting class. And so you're learning and building a new skill with a group of, of people who all have a different level of skill. So those are some long-term projects that you can engage in that involve play and exploration and experimentation that allow you as an adult to engage with kids without feeling silly. So I hope you enjoy this content. I hope you will have fun as you learn with the kids in your life. And I hope that this content will help you look at learning and engaging in new ideas in a different light. And it will help you to enjoy the process of learning and exploring and being creative without being afraid of being a little silly. Because we could all use a little more silly in our lives. It just might take a little extra work for some of us. So I hope you enjoy these ideas. I hope you'll enjoy, 
you'll join me next week when I will be back with another topic of invitations to share with you. And don't forget, you can always find me at thecreativecampusonline.com where you can get even more fun content around using play to learn and build new skills. Thank you for joining me this week, and I will talk to you next week.